Bill Fian, 93rd District. By the way, how long are you the 93rd District uh, Republican County Chair? Uh, I'll be the chairman of the 3rd Congressional District until our caucus in April, in April next okay. spring, which uh, I do intend to run for re-election as 3rd District Chairman. You do? You've decided to stay in? You don't... Well, I hold two offices, so I, I also hold uh, the county uh, chairman's job here in La Crosse County. Ah, uh, well... So what do you do in your spare time? <laughs> Sorry, kidding. <laughs> there yeah, a... I like to be busy. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I've been a small business guy, so I'm used to 80, 100-hour work weeks, so and I like it. What's your deal? What's going on these days with uh, with the election? Well, you know, uh, right after uh, we received the results uh, on uh, Tuesday night, we watched the votes coming in, and. Uh, you know, it became clear that the number of Democrat votes that were coming out of the city of La Crosse was an incredible number. In fact, uh, they increased their votes by over 6,000 votes. And uh, that's really what sunk all of our candidates. Uh, Dan Kapanke had almost 5,000 additional votes over 2016, where he basically tied Jennifer Schilling. He lost by just a little less than 600 votes. Uh, same thing with uh, Derek Van Orden. Uh, that 6,000 votes was a big chunk of his losing margin. So, uh, yeah, how did they do it becomes the question. And so I called up the state GOP and went through the data. Uh, so they increased the number of absentee ballots from about 8,000 to over 16,000 that were returned in the city of La Crosse. So uh, they mailed out the ballots. They went door to door. Uh 95% of those were returned, and it resulted in a huge increase in Democrat uh, voter turnout in the city of La Crosse. That's all it takes. But as you've mentioned any number of times, the candidate that's that wins is the one that spends most of their time on the street, knocking on doors, shaking hands, talking to people. Yeah, and, you know, um, I should, you know, Dan Kapanke got almost 5,000 more votes than he got in 2016 and still lost, so... Uh, uh, really another heartbreaking night for, for local Republicans. Right. Well, but it, and, and I, anybody that voted Republican has got to feel a, a little disappointed, I guess, in, in the overall election. But uh, is there some solace uh, to be found in the fact that it was a, a huge voter turnout, that more people voted than in any other presidential election in the history of America – which uh, which makes it a little easier to understand why uh, Biden-Harris got more uh, votes than any other presidential campaign in America. Well, here's the thing, Mike. If we just look at the outcome of the presidential race, uh, yeah, that's extremely disappointing. But if we look beyond that, it was a huge night for Republicans in the United States and, and for in Wisconsin. So we picked up, right now it's about seven seats in the House, uh, looks like we're going to hold our majority in the U.S. Senate to stop the worst ideas like the Green New Deal and banning fracking. Here in Wisconsin, uh, we picked up uh, two seats. We actually got to the supermajority in the Senate. Uh, we ended up losing two seats in the Assembly. But if you look at the 3rd Congressional District, of the 18 counties, only three counties voted for Democrats. That's Eau Claire County, Portage County, and La Crosse County. So Overall, look at the margins of victory for our candidates. We really uh, won big on election night if you go down the ticket. Is it fair to say then that lots and lots of people nationwide, including here in Wisconsin, like Republicans, like the Republican message, they just don't like the message from President Republican Trump? 
I think that's a fair statement. If you look at Waukesha County, which is the biggest Republican county, uh, President Trump underperformed the state Senate candidate and the state assembly candidates that were in Waukesha County by four, five, six points. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, it's it's really interesting because uh, we actually have two Republican parties in Wisconsin right now. We've got the one in the western part of the state. Uh, the trend towards uh, more and more Republican voters in the 3rd Congressional District continued. Uh, our margins of victory were huge in places like the 92nd Assembly District just north of us. Remember, four years ago, that seat had been held for 40 years by Democrats. Craig Kronchinski won with 60 percent of the vote. South of us in the 96, uh, Lauren Oldenburg uh, won by a big margin. So the 3rd Congressional District continues to trend Republican. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we didn't have enough of an increase in the votes to offset places like Eau Claire and La Crosse County. Well, we'll certainly uh, have that opportunity to get out the vote the next time around. And, and now that this election is, uh, well, for all intents, at least the voting is over with. The election isn't over, but uh, Governor Evers begins his re-election campaign here pretty soon, too, doesn't he? Yeah, I would say it's fair to say that the uh, the campaign to elect the next governor of Wisconsin is going to begin in earnest uh, not too long from now. And I'd just like to say this. Uh, you know, I, I tire of hearing opinions from Wisdom about how Republicans don't work with the governor. Uh, the bottom line is we're not passing red flag laws ever. So the governor can posture that he's trying to uh, make progress, but, but we're not passing a bill that re, uh, rescinds people's constitutional rights. And, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is a lot of business still is going to get done inside the state budget. Uh, a lot of the legislation will be bipartisan, and there'll be a lot of good things that come in this next budget. So I wish uh, we'd hear less about the fact that we're somehow blocking the governor from uh, doing things that are going to be good for our state, because the things we're blocking are things that uh, Republicans will never uh, support. Hey, Bill Fian, thanks very much for talking with us this morning, and you more than most uh, who may disagree with uh, Scott Robert Shaw's comment or stories you hear, you understand, and everybody else should as well. If you would like to uh, have a comment of your own on the radio, you are encouraged to do that. Just get a hold of Scott. He'll make those arrangements, and your thoughts can be shared on a comment as well.